Welcome to the Couchline Podcast, where we give you tools to connect with your students and point them to Jesus. I'm Steven. And I'm Josh. And last night, we kicked off a brand new series called Love to Love. And so like last, our last series was on the gospel. Mm -hmm. And so uh, this series is really centered around now that we, we, we've heard this good news and we've been loved by God, what do we do with that? How should we live? This first lesson was on loving the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And uh, Jesus, in the Gospels, Jesus mentions this a couple different Mm -hmm. times. Uh, You and I specifically used a passage in Mark. There's also another passage in Matthew 22. But I'm going to read the one from uh, Mark 12. It's only a couple verses, but I think it's helpful. So Mark 12, 28. One of the scribes approached when he heard them debating and saw that Jesus answered them well. He asked him, which command is the most important of all? Jesus answered, the most important is, listen, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. So, there's several pieces to this, and yep. we'll just kind of talk a, a little bit about uh, some of the things we discussed in the lesson, and then we have some questions that maybe you guys can use with your students later. Mm-hmm. So, Stephen, what what we're starting out with maybe love for God. Talk, yeah. Talk a little bit about what you discussed with your students. Yeah, so, I mean, the whole idea, and you know, we went back to the gospel, even looked at the diagrams that we had talked yeah. about last uh, series, and we're like, okay— you have been loved so much by God, yep. um, and now we're called to love Him as the greatest commandment is to love God. Right. Well, we're only going to love God to the degree to which we understand how much He's loved us. Yes. And I said, the, the more you know God, the more you're going to love God, and mm-hmm. um, you'll love Him more as you know Him more. I, I talked about a relationship with one of my friends, like one of my best friends. It's like, as I got to know Him more, yeah. our bond grew closer, and we loved each other more. We started off as strangers, yeah. and as I knew him and I got to know his heart more, we became best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so we looked at a passage in uh, Mark, I think, where you look at um, Jesus is at a Pharisee's house eating dinner, and this woman comes in, and she's uh, classified as a sinner is what she's called, even though we're all sinners. And she lets her hair down, she's wiping his feet, and she's crying, and she's sobbing, she's putting ointment on him. And Simon, he's like thinking to himself, he's like, wow, if Jesus really was who he says he is, he would know, mm-hmm. like, she's a screw-up, and mm-hmm. he wouldn't be letting this happen. And Jesus, right. like, reads his thoughts, which is crazy, like, it's a cool superpower, mind-reading powers. <laughs> but he's like, yo, Simon, dude, I got, a, I got a question for you. He's like, if there's a person, basically, who gave out money, gives one person, let's say, $5,000, gives another person $500,000, and he tells them both, hey, bro, he's like, don't worry about it, like, don't pay me back. Which one's going to love him more? And someone's like, well, I guess the person that he gave, like, more money. Jesus is like, yeah, <laughs> duh. Yes. And then Jesus goes on, he's like, he who is forgiven little loves little, mm-hmm. and he who is forgiven much loves much. Mm-hmm. So I shared a little bit about my stories. Like, as I got into middle school and realized more and more, like, how much of a sinner I was, mm-hmm. like, I was saved younger, but my sin didn't become as real to me and as mm-hmm. much in it, the extent of it as present, um, I didn't love God as much until I realized how much he had loved me. He's like, wow, you forgave me of all of this. So I kind of just was talking to students about, man, like, if you want to love God more, as we see that we're commanded, 
you need to focus on what Jesus has done to you, done for you yes. on the cross. And the more you realize how much you've been forgiven, the more you're just going to, out of the overflow of your heart, right. love God. Yes. Because you're going to know him more. And the more you know him, the more you're going to love him. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of what we hit on. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, as I was, like, kind of looking at this word, love God, mm-hmm. um, it's not a duty. Right. It has nothing to do with the things that you do. And I even read um, from Psalm 51, uh, verse 16 and 17, um, where it just is like, look, God, if you if you were going to be uh, delighted in sacrifices, mm-hmm. I would give them. Yeah. But that's not what you want. Yeah. You're, the sacrifice that's pleasing to you is a humble and contrite yep. heart. And that comes from, like you were saying, how much you realize you're yeah. a sinner. The, the crazy part is no matter at what point you've followed Jesus in your life, um, no matter the kinds of sins you've mm-hmm. committed, we're all equally bad. We're all yep. equally guilty in mm-hmm. God's sight. For sure. Um, and so just to be able to realize that more and more, especially with the, there's some students I have that they 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 say I've been saved from a very young age. Um, and, and a lot of them, it's like, yeah, that I'm seeing growth in you, but we all have to keep coming back to our realization of how much we've been mm-hmm. forgiven. So I think that's huge. One, one of the things I was thinking about was just like, I, I had a whiteboard and I was drawing like a heart. I, I drew two hearts. One was on top, one was on the bottom. The top one was God's heart and his love for us. And we can't love God back mm. before he's filled us up. Yeah. And so like this passage says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. We can't, like you are saying, we can't do that. Yeah. It's not something that we, we do all these things. It's an overflow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's really, really good. Yeah, so we, we both kind of, I started hitting more on the heart, mind, soul, and strength. It's yeah. like, what does that mean? Like. Yeah. I, Josh and I were even talking like, what does it mean to love with your soul? What right. What is your soul? Like, yeah. what in the, like, this is some weird language. Um, so I think we both kind of broke down, what does it mean to love with your heart? What does it mean to love with your soul? What does it mean to love with your mind? What do you, what does it mean to love with your strength? Right. So kind of touch on that. What, yeah. what did you guys so talk about? Heart was a lot of like, and uh, feelings, passions, desires, your will, yeah. um, mind was a lot more around like thinking knowing yeah. meditating fantasizing even. yeah um strength was actually not just like your physical strength but around like your resources your abilities your mm-hmm. your opportunities and talents and yeah the things you own um and then spirit was like your your life yeah. like uh what what do you give your breath to mm-hmm. um and so there there's all these different pieces and ultimately, God wants to be loved and worshipped with every single part yeah. of us. I think that's why he breaks it down like that. It's like, this is all that makes up a you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really... we. I mean, we touched on those same things, yeah. heart, mind, soul, strength. Um, so that's kind of like what, what we talked about yeah. last night in, in, the, in the actual teaching series. But yeah. now we want to try to help you all. Right love your kids more, and and point them to Jesus. Yeah. So based on last night's lesson, which is between a relationship between the student and God yeah. um, and how they love God and how God's loved them, how can parents 
um, either model this for yeah. their kids, talk to their kids about it, have yeah. conversations, and help grow and disciple their students in loving God more. Yeah, thinking about the the part where love for God is based on love from God. Yeah, there's two questions that I, I think were really really helpful. But one, what reminds you of God's love? Mm-hmm. Like, w- what are the things that just like I, I know several of the students. Th- told me nature, actually, because it's like, nature's awesome, and if you didn't have to do that, what reminds you? Is it music? Is it, think about those things and ask your student to start brainstorming. What are all the things that remind you of God's love? And then two, what do you actually like about God's love? Um, Is it that it's faithful? Is it that it's unconditional? Is it that you didn't deserve it? What, What are get down to like what really connects with your student but also maybe share what connects with you about God's love because I know different people and different personalities and different life experiences they just there's some aspects of God's love that just really hit home for them so talk about that yeah yeah I remember last night we were I was having a discussion with a kid and he the real thing that just kept holding him back I feel like when I was asking him more questions was that he kept feeling like he wasn't loving God enough. Mm. And and it came down to us like, do you think God's like disappointed in you? Right. And I think students often struggle with that. I yeah. can struggle with that. It's like I look at my life and say, Well, I was told to love God with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength. Sure. And that's like all the way up here. And yep. I feel like I'm here. So like God's like not happy. Like I haven't met the extent of love that I should be having or my life isn't exactly how I'd like it to look. Yeah. Um, so I just got to talk to him, like, dude, God is not disappointing you. Yes. Like, God, Jesus is the only one that ever loved God completely with his heart, mind, strength, yep. and soul. Yep. And his life is your life when you believe in Jesus and you repented and you turned. Um, so just remind your students how much Jesus has loved you. Just yeah. like how much Jesus has loved you is like it's not about earning this yep. or doing all these works. And then that love, as you think about how much he's loved you, naturally grows, naturally builds. You're slowly going to want him more. You'll slowly desire him more. You'll slowly use your resources. You'll give more. Um, But then also what Josh and I were talking about is like how you love your kids is going to model for them how they perceive God's love for them. Yeah, yeah. And that's heavy. Like I'm I'm thinking like, man, like I'm not a parent, but like that would be heavy to think through. Um, it's like how you love your kids is going to affect some way, not completely, and you're not going to make or break their salvation, or, right. but it will affect how the, do they think God's disappointed in them mm-hmm. based on do they feel like you're disappointed in them? Yep. Um, do you feel like, do they feel like you're proud of them yep. and you love them and you care for them, even if they're not great at anything totally. or perfect at anything? Like you just want to be with them. You let your, you, I love how you use the word like, like mm-hmm. let your kids know that you like them, that yes. you enjoy them, that yeah. you enjoy the things they enjoy. Mm-hmm. And as they see how much you love them, I think that slowly over time, over a lifetime, over a childhood begins to form a little bit like, oh, my God, the father mm-hmm. likes me. Yep. My God, the father loves me. Yep. And it's not about me earning that or trying right. to build up enough stuff to make my dad pleased yep. with me. It's unconditional. It's because of Jesus. Yeah. And just, I, I don't know how exactly you do that, but th- just think about it. Yeah. And throughout your day, be thinking about how am I showing my kid how much I love them? Yep. 
am I showing my kid that I love them? Yep. I feel like a lot of times there's people in my life that I love that if I'm like, have I like, do they, how have I showed them that I love right, them? It's right. like, probably not, yeah. but I, I know that I love them. Yeah. Um, so throughout the week, think like, how can I really just show my kid how much I love them yeah. despite anything about them? Yep. You know, just because they're my kid. Yeah. And God loves us because we're his kid. Yep. Um, and because we're a son or we're a daughter of the king, yeah. not because of our merit. Right. Just because we're his. Yes. Um, so love your kids because they're yours. Exactly. Um, and show them that and tell them that. And that's going to build your relationship together. Mm-hmm. But also, um, Lord willing, will build how they see their God the Father. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're called to represent and reflect who God yeah. is. So um, I think that's huge. And again, just like you can't love God without first being affected by his love, you're not going to be able to love your student unless you're doing that. So I just want to encourage you all. Um, I, I, I don't I don't want to say this as if you're not already doing this, mm-hmm. but I, I just want to, I think it needs to be called out because, it ne- I, I mean, I've been in a community group for a long time and adult Christians keep needing to be reminded of this, but be in God's word. Be praying, be meditating on what God is like as you're reading. Think about the characteristics of who God is and how he interacts with his people. Um, And just let yourself be affected by that. Mm -hmm. Um, When you know you're believing something that's wrong, actually, I would encourage you to talk with your kid about it and then start the process of repentance. but you have to be affected by God's love. Otherwise, all this is pointless. You you go into, this is a duty mode. You go into what Psalm 51 says is all these sacrifices that aren't actually pleasing to yeah. God. He wants your heart. Yeah. So go after your student's heart, but you have to first let your own heart be affected. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, before we wrap up, parents, if you haven't already, please sign up for the Dating and Relationships webinar, which is tonight. Let's go. Um, So if you're listening to this on Monday, November 4th, then it is tonight. Please sign up. If you missed it or uh, if you weren't able to, we are going to post the recording um, later. So be on the lookout for that. Hopefully this is a blessing to you guys. Um, yeah, the webinar, Pastor Peter, yeah, talking Pastor about gonna be on dating yep. um, and how you can, as parents, love your kids, talk to your kids yep. about dating because they're thinking about it, whether yep. you like to think it or not. Josh, awesome. like Let to close me, this out in prayer? Yeah, let's pray. Father, I want to thank you for your amazing love that is so undeserved. Um, thank you for loving us because... That's you. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it has nothing to do with our merit. It has nothing to do with um, how amazing we are, but it has all to do with how amazing you are. Thank you that because we didn't earn this love, we can't, we can't also unearn it. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for that. Would you be with these parents this week? Would you build connections? Would you affect them with mm-hmm. their lives be so affected by your love that it spills out to their kids. You're good. We love you. And we pray all these things in King Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.